Welcome back, y'all, to episode 49 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast on pretty much everything. Nothing is off the table. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. As I was saying, before I was really interrupted, today I'm really going to do a reflection of the last... 49 podcasts and what if I could tell myself if I could tell myself what they need to know when they first start this whole process you know I think 50 is kind of a big milestone for me because it just shows a lot of consistency so let's get into it number one I think the first part of it is just the preparation is really important in the context of the show matters But at the end of the day, the more people you have on the podcast, the more shares it's going to get. Number two, um, it's going to be a little bit of a grind sometimes in order to remain that consistent, but it's going to be a very interesting process. And I say that because it's like I'm not really doing a podcast on anything specifically, and I think the podcast that I've done have been really interesting, but unfortunately, like, this last week, I haven't had the time to fully commit, because on top of work, and doing entertaining, it's been a little bit tricky to maintain it all, so, I don't know if I need to, like, create already organized, researched podcast, like, during busy times this year, or I need to make, like, if I have some free time, I probably need to make like three or four actual podcasts. So when I get in a bind, I can just post it and be done. But I don't know if that follows the integrity of doing a podcast 365 days. But it's just food for thought. The next thing I would say is that, you know, um, it's going to be a tricky process. But... It's going to be really interesting because you're going to learn a lot and it's going to allow you to connect with your friends and connect with other people. And there's something about whenever you set a goal to do something every single day, all the other tasks you have to do seem more easy or more succinct. Like there's not as much struggle. I don't know what it is, but it's like if you have one consistent habit a day, it's like you can build other habits from it, which is something that I've learned that's been pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think another part of it, too, is creating topics that people are interested in. So I think I've done fairly well so far. This week feels like a little bit of a dip in the content, and I just have to be really mindful of that. But from there, I mean, what else? I think, too, like talking about a little bit of a recap and having a consistent, consistent show... Today is really interesting. We were actually end up in the forest. I'm like, has anyone ever been in the forest, driving in the mountains, um, listening to reggaeton? You just see a bunch of chickens on the side of the road, so you feed them sweet crackers. We did that today. It was pretty interesting. Um, also got to see some beautiful parts of the jungle. And what's so crazy about Quito is it's only a couple-hour drive. It's like you can literally drive an hour and a half and be in the middle of nowhere and then you're back in the city like like that. I think that's one of the most like interesting parts about 
Ecuador and Quito. And we also did a tour of the city. We're able to see a lot of different aspects of Quito. Most of them I knew, but it's always fun. And like a big thing people are saying is Cumbayorker. So it's like if you live in Cumbaya, which is a part of Ecuador, and you say Cumbayorker, then it's like a funny joke. So it's always funny how like if you can pick up on the nuances of simple jokes within a society, you feel more immersed with it. Like I did it in China when like people would ask me where I'm from. I'd tell them I was best friends with Obama. And like people would always get a kick out of that. And, you know, just those little nuances of cultures where you can come in and, and feel really comfortable and just have fun with it. And people get a kick out of it. I think, you know, what's really interesting about traveling abroad or interacting with new cultures is you are able to learn so much from them. But in a lot of ways, too, you're able to experience them in a different way when you're a foreigner. Like, and I think that's really the key is like whenever you are foreign in a new country, people look at you differently and you look at the things differently. But, you know, I've now lived in multiple places for over two to three months, which to me is a long term living because it's long enough to get a feel for the city and the culture. And I can honestly say like Quito and Ecuador has been a really pleasant experience. And I think it's been really good for Natalie and I. Um, and as we get on this next leg of the trip, it's like really just trying to figure out where we want to go. I'm not super excited about Europe, but it is what it is. So what else? So I think this is going to be, and then, but then it's like, this is another random thought. Sometimes I think about like, what if you were a comedian? How do you come up with jokes? And I came up with a joke today, so bear with me. I right, just imagine I'm on a comedy Stage, open mic, and I'm making a joke right now. And scene. I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. Do you ever think it's crazy how, like, you learn things in the artist way? Like, can you imagine, like, some of the best lessons you learned come from, like, the craziest things you've done? Or, like, weird experiences? Like, if you had an experience so strange... You're like, holy fuck, I had no idea that that was going to teach me that. Well, I thought about this the other day, and I kind of had this moment where I remembered this experience. It happened in a bar in China. So if you can imagine, I was drinking alcohol. I just got done playing a show, and I was drinking alcohol with a Norwegian, two Russians, and my American counterpart. Because it's Peace Corps. And there we were drinking and I was wearing a shirt and I have large nipples so sometimes they protrude. And this gentleman, who uh, the another Russian I was drinking with, felt it necessary to pinch my nipples. So he pinched them one time, okay. And I was like, wow, ha ha funny. He pinched my nipples a second time and I looked at him and I said, you know, if you pinch my nipples again, I'm just going to punch you right in the face. I said it just like that. And essentially what he did is he pinched my nipple. And I reared back and I punched him in the face like pretty hard. And the fight was broken up. 
and the other Russian was yelling at me, and it, like, took me a while to realize what he was yelling, and what he was yelling at me, okay, was in World War II, if Russia never showed up, you guys would have lost to the Germans, and I was like, what is he talking about, and what he was really saying to me is that Russia was the reason why the Germans were beat, and I learned that in that moment. Like, I just aired that joke out here, and it doesn't really feel like a joke. It feels more like a story. But the point being is, like, it's just weird that that's, number one, it's weird a grown man would pinch another man's nipples. Number two, it's weird that that's where your mind goes, like, in the middle of a fight. Like, you think it's something very Russian. And then I thought of, like, another story like that, and I really realized it's a theme with me. If I say, if you do this again, and I put a line down, people want to cross it. And this next story takes place in Arkansas. And I'm having barbecue with my family, okay? And my older brother, since I can remember, has always been one to push the buttons with me. And essentially what he was doing is we were sitting there having barbecue, okay? And as we're having barbecue, when I was a kid... My brother used to get a straw and spit ice at me in the basement, and I would hate it so much. And he started spitting ice at me. Here we are. I'm like 24 years old. He's like 28, okay? And he's literally spitting ice at me. And it got to a point where I was like, dude, like, you got to stop doing that, all right? Can you please stop doing that? So I'm going on eating and eating and eating, and... Um, he turned around and he spit ice at me again. I'm like, bro, if you do that again, I'm going to take this hot sauce. I'm going to spray it right in your face. So, like, the stage was set. And I'm, like, sitting there waiting. And as I'm talking with my family, he sure enough spits another piece of ice at me. And so I go to grab the hot sauce, and so does he. Okay. So he is a part of this just as much as I am. And the bottle turns and hot sauce, I shit you not, like the hottest barbecue sauce sprays directly into my brother's wife's eyes. And it was like really crazy because it was like a dead on shot. It was almost like a movie. And everyone got up and my brother told me I was a real asshole. And I was like, dude. Like, I literally told you, number one, what what you were doing was wrong. Number two, I gave you an ultimatum. And number three, you still felt the need to spray, to spit ice at me. Like, and I just remember being like, oh, yeah, I gave him three choices. Like, he, he chose to do that. So, in my mind, like, I was like, you know, if, if I tell you I'm going to do something, and you still continuously to push the button, like, why are you going to do it? Now I think there's a party going on upstairs and shadows are running around everywhere but it's like that's what's weird with siblings it's like i'm the youngest of nine and my oldest sibling is 65 years old and like having relationships with them some i do and some i don't but i have better relationships with the kids with my siblings from my mother and it's really interesting but my older brothers don't ever do anything crazy it's mostly my brother isaac but long story short I'm still trying to work those into a joke. Let me know if there's anything there. All right, y'all. I'm about to hit the hay. I just wanted to do episode 49, so thank you for listening.